See that no one misleads you. The Bible is clear that the last days will be filled with false teachers, deception, mockers, lawlessness, those who love themselves, those who will be unloving and unholy, those without self-control, those who will pretend to know God, yet they are simply whitewashed tombs. There will be no great end times revival, just a great last day's deception. Scripture warns that people will creep into their churches unaware. Who are those creeping in and why are they doing it? The church in the last days will be full of compromise, deception, and a lack of discernment. Life clips will contend earnestly for the faith, as Jude 3 instructs. Warning, the red light has been turned on. Grab your Bible. It's time to expose the dark. So have you yeah. seen an alien? Have you ever had an experience? I have never seen a an ET face-to-face, but I have seen a lot of weird things in the sky that can't be explained and even on the ground. Nope. Yes. Um, so, no, but you did hypnotherapy, and I've always wanted to do it for, like, separate reasons, but, like, you, you did hypnotherapy to learn more about the encounter, right? Yes. Did you right. have a crazy experience doing it? I didn't have, like, a crazy experience doing it, but I think doing it for this... I did it for a crazy experience that I had. Um, I had a a night where I was dreaming, and I say dreaming very loosely because I don't really know what happened, but I all of a sudden was in my room, and and I know I said... So, I I, I sound... I sound... (laughs) This is going to sound so out there, but just bear with me. So I woke up in my room and there was like three beings and then, and they, they were like, do you want to see your planet? And I was like, oh, sorry. (laughs) You were like, hell yeah. I was like, hell yeah, let's go. So, so I like whooshed out of my room and was like hovering over the planet. And then all of a sudden they were like, you want to see our planet? And I was like. Hell yeah! yeah. yeah. So, then I whooshed to this like pink and purple planet that I've never seen. But and then what? and so that with the hypnotherapy, I was like trying to figure out what exactly that was. Was it like I don't want to use the word abduction because that implies that it wasn't with consent. I was totally for it. You know what you I'm said saying? Hell yeah! So, <laughs> so I can't call it like an abduction. I called it 
an astral projection for a long time because I went somewhere else. Yeah. But then I realized maybe this was just an encounter that I had. Yeah. And I talk about that on the show. It, well, it's so funny that you're talking about this because like, is stuff like that real or is it you're just like so vulnerable and your walls are down and you're so like, they, I sound like a stoner. <laughs> I sound like a stoner. I'm not a stoner. <laughs> I just, I just mean like it was interesting watching this show because I was like, wait, so maybe it's like it really does allow you because this one character ends up actually letting their walls down and like, and, and you're like, well, maybe that's what they really are feeling and they just weren't able to feel that and it's really real. So I don't know. I'm not against all of it being real. Yeah. I'm just terrified of it being real. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a common misunderstanding that, that these beings are bad because of all the movies that we've seen. Uh, yeah, like sharks. Independence Day. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, or like It's sharks. like we do with sharks. Yeah, you make them horrible. They're just, yeah. Yes, but I think they've been here longer. I think that they've been here longer, and I think that oh, you're talking about sharks. Yeah, I'm talking. (laughs) I was like, you're totally right. They've been here longer. Like, am Uh, I stoned? (laughs) No, I'm not. Um, But but I think that they're just looking out for the well-being of humanity. Like, I think that they're. Well, I'll take that. Yeah, I think we need all the help we can get. We do. Amen. This new show is about looking for extraterrestrial life, though, right? Yes. So here's my thing, and I always ask, like, anybody on here that's into aliens or anything like that, like, do you, I think that what we think, like you said, movies, we picture, like, big heads and, like, green men and, like, all that stuff, but it could, I think it's going to be something completely different, like, than that. Like, you know, it could be even something, like, so micro that, you know, we can't see it or whatever, but, like, something exists, like I feel. Yeah. I just think that... It, it, it's kind of self-centered to have a view that we're the only life in the universe. That's so human, right? You to know what like, I mean? It's so human. Us. Of it's course we us. think that we're the only ones. Yeah. But I just, I think the universe is way too big for that. Yeah. Some weird Everything about this next clip is very concerning because he is not the only person out there who feels this way. When the Antichrist comes on the scene, will they sense that same euphoric energy that this gentleman is describing here in this video? All right, you guys, what it is, a what's up? You already know we are back, and I have a crazy story, yo. I want to talk about my CE5 experience. Now, at first, I didn't understand what was going on. I was just connecting the dots, and recently I understood that this all was happening because of the CE5 that I did. So I was like, whoa, like, all the dots are connecting, the synchronicities. So for those who don't know what CE5 is, it is basically an app made by Dr. Steven Greer. That's my dog, by the way, that's my dog. Basically, he made this app that you can learn how to contact extraterrestrials on your own through meditation with only yourself and your mind. Usually people that do CE5 see just orbs in the air that do geometric shapes and they'll fly around or sometimes they'll actually have interactions with celestial beings. Stuff like that is crazy, but usually people just see orbs in the air. So for me, I was expecting to see orbs, right? I went out late at night because I wasn't trying to get spotted, okay? I laid on my blanket nicely. I had my backpack with all my food ready for Nyamov. And I had my speaker. Everything was ready, right? I started doing the meditation. And 
I had the speaker playing the music and I just meditated for a good 20 to 30 minutes. I wanted these ETs to just come flying down and me talk with them. They take me somewhere, come back and I was like, like I just wanted something like that. I wanted something deep that also I could educate the world through this contact with other beings. But overall, nothing happened. So I was like, all right, you know, nothing happened. Womp womp. So I went home kind of cheesed. Some time went by. I don't know how long it was, but it could have been a week or um, a few weeks. I had this astral projection experience where I got about my bed. You guys already know this story, but basically I'll sum it up quickly for those who don't know. It was an astral projection, but at the moment I didn't know. So I got up out my bed and I heard this humming noise above my room. And I looked at my window and I was like, what the hell, right? And I thought I saw something above my room. So I went outside and then basically I went outside to go look and I'll show you the picture. There was a huge spaceship above my room and it was a triangular shaped one and it had the big light in the middle and then the lights in the corners. It was amazing. I, I could feel the breeze. I could feel the light. It was so bright. I was like this. It was so so real I was there like I was really there this is where the weird alien encounter came in or weird people encounter okay so it started with me going to Home Depot with my mom which is a normal Home Depot run we went in and we walked out and I remember I felt this like strong energy randomly it felt like someone like godly was like walking past me or something so I looked over and there was this tall white guy. He was so tall. He was like, bro, on me? He was like this, bro. Like, he was so tall. And his face was so perfect and, like, beautiful. Like, he was so handsome and so tall. What called to me was his energy it was so powerful. I was in a daze because his energy was so powerful. So I was sitting there watching and I was like, oh my god. As soon as I looked over at him, he looked over at me. And he did like a little smile, but it was a little like funny smile. It was just like, like a little smile in the corner of his eye and then he kept walking. And I was like, you, that, what was that look he gave me, right? I was like, what was that look? watched him walk to his car. I watched him walk to his car and I was like, wow. But he was so, he, he was just different than most people. And at the moment I was like, his energy is unworldly. Like this guy could be from a different planet. This is months later, I went to the mall. And I remember I, my cousins went this way and I went this way and I was just going by myself, right? Next thing you know, I felt that same powerful energy near me, right? And I was like, whoa. So I look over and I see this tall white lady. If I shrink right now, she would have been like this on me, right? Like she was tall, but her energy is what calls me. Her energy was epic. And I remember looking at her and I was like, those are the type of people I want to be friends with. Like her energy was like, I'm a powerful person. And so I looked at her and I was mesmerized by her energy. But the crazy part is she was so beautiful, so symmetric, so pretty. And as she walked by me, I looked at her and I was like mesmerized by her energy. I was like, this lady, bro. And she looked at me and did the same thing a guy did. She did that same smirk. She did. 
and kept walking. But it was like a smile, it was like a like a nice, like a nice friendly smile. And I saw that and I was like, that's the same smile the guy gave me. I literally watched her walk until it, it felt creepy. And then I was like, okay, let's stop. But like I kept like looking, I was like, like, who is this lady, bruh? And I ended up just going about my life in the mall, but I couldn't stop thinking about this girl. I was like, that lady was so different. I don't understand. I don't know why I keep seeing this spaceship and these people that I came across. I always told myself, no matter what, I can't ignore how I felt around those two people. Like, when, I, when those two people came past me, it was unworldly. That's how genuinely it felt. And I told my mom, I was like, did you see that guy? And she was like, no, what guy? So I don't know if I was just seeing them or if they were actually there, but their energy was, I can't express how unworldly, powerful and mesmerizing their energy was. The following clips will prove why I always say that the Antichrist is not coming on the wings of tyranny, but a pseudo peace. And we can see here how many people aren't for the tyranny that they're witnessing today? I've made a lot of mistakes. I've been wrong many times. But I'm beginning to think I'm right about this. The mainstream media is not your friend. The culture is not your friend. The government is not your friend. Big business is not your friend. They are operating collegiately in unison to create a set of systems that are beneficial to them and disadvantage you. It's a strange time. It's a time of a lot of information, a lot of communication, but also a lot of chaos. There's gotta be a reset though. I, yeah. I feel like there's, there's gotta be a rebalancing at some point. I feel like it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, so. I just think people are fed up. I think there's a large percentage of the population that realize that a lot of the behavior that you're seeing people exhibit and a lot of the, the, the chaos of this uh, online mob culture, it's negative. It's not, it's not helpful and maybe they've been through it or know someone has been through it or maybe they even participated in it and they feel terrible. And they don't, they don't want it anymore. It's I just a, so, a weird me. time in terms of like control and in terms of uh, the influence of uh, these forces with amazing resources that are trying to lean society into a very specific direction. You know, the World Economic Forum's article or the uh, rather advertisement where they're like, you will own nothing and you'll and be happy. And be happy, yeah. Just imagine saying that to people. Because that doesn't even make any sense because someone's going to own these things. So who owns it? The state? The state owns it? What about you? Do you own anything? Are people renting these things? How's that work? Does someone own it? No one owns it. No, so yeah. everybody can just take whatever you want? Is but that you're going to be happy, Joe. Yeah, you're going to be happy. You're going to be really but how about, happy. What if I'm already happy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You will give that, us your that is a strange thing because I never even knew that was a thing until like a couple of years ago. And then I started watching. Nothing to see here. Just the, you know, the world leaders talking about policy for the entire Yeah, world. no big deal. Yeah, nothing, nothing to worry about. The, you know, the world leaders talking about policy for the entire Yeah, world. no big deal. Yeah, world leaders talking about policy for the entire Yeah, world. no big deal. Yeah, world leaders talking about policy for the entire Yeah, world. no big deal. Yeah, no world leaders talking about policy for the entire Yeah, no big deal. The CEO of Pfizer was on that, and he was talking about a medication that you swallow that has some sort of a chip in there that can tell can, people whether or not you actually took the medication. And he says, imagine the compliance, the compliance, the compliance. The compliance. Yeah. And this is a guy that profits at an extreme 
extraordinary level from these medications. I mean, he is insanely wealthy. He is the CEO of one of the biggest corporations on planet Earth. And he's saying, imagine the compliance. Compliance. Yeah. He's not saying, imagine how many healthy people we could have. Imagine how many diseases we can cure. No, no, of no. all the words to use yes. there. Yes. Yes. Compliance. Yeah. It's a strange time, man. It's a strange time. There's no way you're going to have a group of 333 million people where everybody agrees on everything and everybody gets along great. It doesn't work that way. That's not how human beings are. The people find conflict. There's people that create conflict. It benefits them. It's their business is conflict. So you're always going to have conflict. Unless everybody takes mushrooms. That would help a lot. <laughs> that would help a lot. Isn't it funny that that it sounds like a crazy thing to say, but that literally would fix the world. If more people had psychedelic trips and more people had an experience that dissolved their ego and more people had a, an understanding that community isn't just simply a bunch of people that live together. It's a bunch of people that care about each other and that we could treat the world like a community. That could be done. It can be done in small groups of people, and it can be done in large groups of people. And again, you're not going to resolve all conflict. You're always going to have conflict. No, no chance. But at least we would There's have power a shift available. in the way people view each other and think about things. There's a, a hunger for for what I experience. What you talked about in mushrooms is this like death of the ego. Yeah. This like realization that we're all connected. Yeah. This greater sense of like what community is. And I think, I don't know if you've experienced in your DMT journeys and mushrooms, but when you dissolve the ego, the amount of love that you can give back to yourself and then other people, it, it takes away for me so much judgment of myself and others, so much separation between myself and others. The, the greater sense of connection was overwhelming when I kind of came out of that and got back to like reality or whatever. It was like, like now here's the integration like yeah here's me in a different form you know here's my reflection that i see of myself and you yeah and we're all connected in a such a deeper way and she mentioned a uh trip to costa rica uh in which the two of you did ayahuasca yes. was that your first time trying that yes yeah and she described it as a trip to hell and back her own it was like her own personal hell yeah did you have that same experience oh Oh, mine was, well, I remember walking up, it's a, it was a circle of about 20 people, and uh, you're in the forest or in the jungle, you're, you're, you're dieting, you're, you're not eating past 5 p.m. or drinking water or anything, and they, uh, I was the last person to go up and take it, and I remember watching everybody go up and take theirs, they had one cup, one cup, one cup, and they get to me, and the shaman says something to the, the translator, and the translator goes, she says, you have a big shadow of darkness behind you, you need... You need more. And they like, <laughs> they, and everyone in the circle was just looking when they gave me more of the cups because they all just did one. And I was just like, 